0: Hey, Harrison, you need to go to the pharmacy and get Laticane 5%. It's a cream. You put that on, you'll forget you had an anal itch. Try it. It'll work, but it's expensive. Bye.
1: Ah, Listen, living, listening to Psychonauts. Sick and Wrong, yes, you're listening to Sick
2: Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. One of your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, happy new year, man. Uh, Yeah, it's a new year. Yep, first show of the new year. Yes. Glad to have you back. Uh, You know, we were kind of... uh, Um, I guess, out of communication for a little bit because I didn't know what happened to you.
3: Yeah. uh, I figured you went back east. There was like a crazy delay at the fucking uh, LAX and my flight got canceled and then postponed 24 hours and then I forgot what day it was because I was in the airport so much.
2: Yeah, I was trying to get you to... Because we were recording the holiday show. I could only do it that one day, that one Saturday. So I was like, maybe you don't have to do the whole thing, but I could have you like on for like a portion of it or something. And I never heard back from you. And I tried back a couple Mm of times. I'm thinking, well, let's see what possibly could have happened to Harrison. (laughs) And then they're just like a, you know, like a multiplicity of things could possibly have happened to Harrison. So then I was just like, you know, he'll get back to me eventually. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I no, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't in in a sex dungeon by an archeology span professor. If that's what you were asking. Um, but yeah, no, I, I listened to the shows. They were funny. I felt like probably for the best if, if I w- went on those shows, it'd kind of be like going to somebody else's high school reunion. It seems like,
2: oh, well, kind um, of. But I mean, we maybe yeah. would have had you in the beginning or right. something. But you know, they, they were funny. But they were they were also like a
3: couple. It was also like. A few times I had the shotgun in my mouth listening to them.
2: Well, but then again, how often do you have a shotgun in your mouth around the holidays? Yeah, I mean, at least two hours. It's par for the course. For every day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, the the fucking holiday shows, as much as I look forward to them, they're just a mess. Mm. I never know who I can get on the line. Everyone always cancels, and it's usually I get really drunk, and there's no real structure to it. So this, this year was no exception. It was just like you know a bunch of us drunk i'm waiting about for my order shit. at the buffalo yeah. wild wings to bring it to my mom at the hospice got you know. mike martin too yeah. <laughs> you know i almost cut that whole thing out because it was so depressing but then i was like well god we we because we really tried like he really wanted to be on the show yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. yet he had to you know it was christmas yeah. eve so he was doing stuff for his family mm. and then like mm. he was going to see his like invalid mother in a convalescent home right yeah yet still had time to take the call so i was like yeah. I kind of feel like I obligated to at least include some of it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I actually cut out about 10 minutes of that because it was so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeesh. Um, but no, you, you know, you didn't miss mm. much, but um, mm. I, I'm glad to have you have you back. Did you have a uh, happy holiday? Did you have a good um, New Year's?
3: I've had a crazy holiday, um, and I'll tell you one big reason for it. You know, I started these mood stabilizers. Because I'm bipolar. or No whatever. shit. Yeah. Really. And uh, no
2: wonder you're you're so mellow today. You're well, no, sta- you no, no, seem no. stabilized. No, 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 no,
3: no, no. I started them like a while ago, like oh. a month and month, month and a half ago, and that's when I started getting weird paranoid, violent fantasies.
2: Oh wait, is that why you started freaking out the, with the hysteria about the new administration? Yeah. And all yeah. That? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was like starting to be,
3: like. Here's what changed. I got a little bit less depressed, and I got overly sentimental so like if i watch anything that's remotely sad or or listen to music that's remotely evoking emotions i'll cry
2: so anything evocative yeah yeah freaking out
3: and then um also i'm like get paranoid like i've been thinking like oh you know if i have to die this year i'm gonna take out fucking you know steve bannon or fucking you know whoever (laughs) like like it literally like that you know yay you want to be a Nazi? Fucking die like one, bleeding out in the ashes of your fucking empire. Okay, and but you're beyond that now, though, right? No, but nope. I know okay, what it, well, I know what the cause is, and I need to just get it changed.
4: Because I'm, I'm basically
3: is I, it, I, wait, I wait. basically feel like Lee Harvey Oswald going through fucking menopause. Is it over the here itchy anus? Not, no, that's unrelated. Oh, that's not the cause. No. Oh, okay. I have a lot of problems that are unrelated. <laughs> that I, I need like Doctor House to figure this shit out. You know what I mean? I don't know. All right, but you you didn't buy
2: a gun though, right? <laughs> no, I didn't.
3: I All right, didn't. that's good. And also, good. I think it might now be illegal society. to say the thing I just said. <laughs> and if that's okay, and if that's the case, I was kidding. It's satire parody uh, protection. How about the zaps? Are the zaps? This is on? a porn parody. Um, the zaps are not going on. The zaps I are gone. Still have no idea why that was happening
2: that was like a period of what two weeks of zaps no it was like a week a week of zaps mm-hmm. all right well that's good i heard that uh that uh some twitch fans had been um um bothering you with the zaps yeah i was like, i i like it it's fun a little you bit know? of ridicule yeah, online yeah. Well, um because i whenever they say it I, I i i have to laugh you know so you, you know what it reminds me of I don't, do you ever use uh a i think it's aol instant message aim did you ever use Sure, that? of course. AIM. So when yeah. you're using AIM, yeah. you can buzz somebody if oh, they're not listening yeah. to you. It's like a button. You, it's like, and the whole AIM window shakes. And yeah. So that's what made me think of your uh-huh. ZAP. Well, because like, on Twitch, it's like
3: they type it in, and then it converts it into a robot voice. So it's like, ZAP,
4: ZAP,
2: <laughs> ZAP. <laughs> Which is fucking great. So, um so uh, was the reason you were late today? Did you have to like dismantle your tree and your Christmas decorations? Yeah, those all come down. Yeah, that? I had
3: to get get up on the roof, get the lights off. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How big was your tree? Is it like? Uh... Um, I was. I went to those, one of those things where you go out into the wilderness. Oh, on you, a, went you, you cut a tree down. Yeah, you, ride a, you ride a reindeer hmm. out into the middle of the forest, and they leave you there without any food and with um, half of an axe.
2: So what did you do? The bottom half of an egg. Like uh, used tampons. Yeah, used tampons. Bloody um, tissues. A crazy doll heads. Okay, doll heads. Yeah. All right, I can see that. Uh, candy necklaces I stole from uh, children. Nazi swastikas. Yeah. You found at a flea market. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you didn't have a Christmas uh, tree. No. Did your family have a Christmas tree, though, at home? You know what? No. No, no, no. Christmas, no Christmas
3: spirit at all. My mom didn't because she's just like she's retired now. She doesn't give a shit. Hmm. She just wants to like drink. One, well, she gives a shit that I go there because I got to tell you, I almost didn't go after my flight got canceled. Um, but uh, yeah, she she can't be. But we, you know,
2: she doesn't
0: want to host Christmas a about
3: anymore. It. She doesn't want to deal with it. So,
2: well, when are you supposed to take your Christmas shit down? Because you notice that there's a tree in my living room. No but I'm not the most observant person. <laughs> it's like a you fucking know? tree in the corner uh, yeah. with like fucking bedecked with ornaments. No. You didn't notice that?
3: No, no. I didn't do a fucking uh, 360 scan of the room when I walked in. <laughs> yeah, but in you,
2: the, you walk in, there's a tree yeah. to the right. I, don't know, I mean, did you, yeah. you think that's always been there? The tree did not say hello to me. <laughs> Therefore, I did not notice it. Tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, no, but there's trees still up. And I, and I was yeah. saying to my girlfriend, I'm like, you know, not, not that I care that the mm. tree's there it's fine right. I, you know I've, I've grown beyond disparaging Christmas and hating and loathing all things Christmas so I'm to the point where I'm accepting that other people might you know have some kind of nostalgic attachment to the tree sure and that tradition so I'm like okay well it's fine but there's a period when you're supposed to take it down and I yeah. thought it was like New Year's was it the day after mm. New Year's it's when
3: there's at least like when, when more than three woodland creatures start living in it that's when you're supposed to get rid of it hmm yeah
2: that's interesting, yeah, so yeah, well, I mean i I do it it does kind of fill me with a little bit of joy when you walk down the street, you see all the discarded Christmas trees right in the garbage, yeah, that's fun, yeah, you get to walk
3: by and you see it, and you're like, oh, it's great it's we had over. a we had an artificial Christmas tree when I was a kid, so you don't even throw those out, yeah, no, because who needs it with the pine needles and everything, you know, so
2: how long when does it become like unsettling that you still have your Christmas tree up, like by March or April, yeah, by March. So if I still have the, you know, if your house is still decorated with Christmas decorations by March, would you think someone died in there? If it were me, if it
3: were me I'd have it there till May. Till May. Because I could give a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, you know.
2: <laughs> but you couldn't even give a fuck to decorate it. No. So it's no. probably so it would never, never happen. happen,
3: It would never happen.
2: Did I ever tell you about that one girl I dated on uh, OKCupid? I went on one date. I didn't yeah. date her. I met her on OKCupid. We met up for um, ice cream, actually, because she didn't want to meet up at a bar which I thought was weird. Yeah, that is weird. This is a few years ago. Um, but I, I uh, was messaging with her. She seemed really cool, attractive in her pictures. What are you and taking her to karate practice
3: or something before that?
2: <laughs> well, no, it, it, what, was, what's going yeah, on? it was weird. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. you, usually what I do, I'm like, hey, you want to just grab a drink so you yeah. can meet up. Before you go out to dinner or an actual date, just grab a drink, you yeah. meet up. If she looks like her pictures and you get along, well, then sure, then we'll go on another date. And then we'll probably have that's sex. Like what, that's
3: like what a once a week dad does—not the sex part, but the you like know, take the you out for ice cream. dad. Yeah, yeah. That's what I had. You know, once a week he shows up. He takes you maybe miniature golfing. You have some ice cream. Golfers ice cream. Yeah, takes take you home. home. Yeah.
2: Well, no, it was her idea. So I like yeah. uh, you know we're messaging. I'm like, hey, you want to go meet up and have a drink? And she's like, um, you know, I'm not really drinking right now. Uh so cleanse. Just like, yeah yeah it's like i'm i don't I'm not eating, but I'm drinking this orange juice
3: filled with cayenne pepper for some reason yeah they
2: yeah and they won't eat any food yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like lemon and cayenne pepper yeah it's my a sister dude,
3: does that Who are you fucking angelina joe get the fuck out of here, you know but
2: you know more than three people I know well actually have told me that they stopped drinking the month of January, like their day t- is dry they're calling it like dry January that's stupid. Have you heard of that?
3: no, yeah, it's retarded
2: why do people you know? Why do they bother? This girl actually, when we went out, it was in like April or something, but she said her resolution for the year was to not drink. Hmm. So I was like, all right, well, fine. Um, We can maybe have coffee or something. And right there, I was already kind of like, well, that's weird because I drink a lot. And you don't drink is never gonna work out, but whatever. And she's like, Well, why don't you meet me uh, at my favorite ice cream place? Mm. I was like, Fine. So it was way out in Koreatown, and it's not even regular ice cream. It's called shaved ice. Have you ever Mm. heard of this? No. It's a chain called Blockheads. It's like a big Asian thing where they, what they do is they take the ice and they shave it off. Mm. So it's not even ice cream. It's, it's, the whole thing was weird. Bitches love ice cream. Yeah, but this is like, this wasn't even regular ice cream. Right. Like, it's when I ice. got there, I'm like, what is this? Thing? It's know, like this the is...
3: Snoopy Snow Cone
2: Maker kind of shit. No, but that's like oh. a snow cone. This is like, oh. it had the, I mean, it looked like ice cream, and it's covered <laughs> yeah. with fucking like Sunday type of stuff, and you like gumdrops and all the mm. other shit that you put in it or whatever. But it's mm. it's shaved ice, is ah. what it's called. And the company's called Blockhead. So, anyway. So, instead I... of cream
3: and sugar, you get like Korean shame or something. Yeah. You know? Co- okay.
2: Like Korean shame, is, yeah. I think, is what it was filled right. with. Um, so, anyway, we we have our ice cream finished the ice cream and i was like okay well so you, you don't want to go to a bar um you, she goes well you can go back to my house and i was like this is weird okay and i was thinking because she was pretty attractive and i was thinking all right that's kind of forward but yeah. fine she's like i live right down the street and this is like somewhere out in k-town kind of on the west side so we went to her house And she's like, can come over for tea. I'm like, fine. And so we go over to a place and she lived in one of those places that's like all bungalows. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? They have here. They have like a part. It's not an apartment complex. It's like bungalows, each separate unit. And you yeah. go in. There's a lot of places yeah. like
3: that in Hollywood. Like the weird Snow White Seven Dwarfs. Thing. It's kind of like yeah, that, okay. where it's like
2: you have your yeah. own little like one bedroom or studio bungalow, right? But yeah. Around like, everybody has their own little unit. Yes. It's really strange. But so we go in there. I get to her house, and this is April. Yeah. The whole place is fucking Christmas. <laughs> there's a Christmas tree. There's Christmas lights. There's wreaths. Yeah. And shit like that. And she's like. And I walk in mm. and I think she looked at my face and was just mm. like, oh, don't mind the Christmas decorations. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's April. And she's like, I, I know, you know, I get really depressed having to take the Christmas yeah. decorations down. So I like to leave them up. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> don't mind the red flags everywhere. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, okay. Yeah. So then I guess you don't have to put them up mm. in uh, December then because mm. they're already up. And she's like, Exactly. Mm. And so I was like, all right. And then in my mind right there, I was thinking, I'm going to try to get out of here as soon as possible because this is fucking insane. Yeah. And so she didn't put on Christmas music. I think she put on like fucking elliot smith or something like that right Yeah. it was the whole thing you know the elliot smith playing the whole house decorated as if it's fucking christmas yeah and this girl sober for a year drinking tea with me just made me be like okay well she's a ghost i'm gonna get going (laughs) she died seven years ago maybe that's that's, yeah she's a ghost is
3: what you wandered into she died
2: seven years ago on christmas yeah or something exactly but so i never after that it was one of those things where it's like I left and just kind yeah. of, you know, it's like, hey, thanks, great date, blah, blah, I gotta go. Yeah. And so I left and I just never texted her back or messaged yeah. her back. And I got a lot of texts from her that just got increasingly yeah. more like just accusatory. Like, mm. why aren't you texting me back? Was it the Christmas lights? Is that what freaked you out? And I just never responded until eventually they faded away. Yeah, <laughs> I did the slow fade on that. I, You know,
3: I had a friend of mine's girlfriend stay with me for a couple of days. And um, I, I gave her the bedroom and, and I was like, you know, the sheets right up, so... If, if that happens and then you see, you know, like a big blood stain on the mattress, don't, don't worry about it. It's, it's my blood. It's, it's my blood. Don't get freaked out, you know. So
2: I got to say, so a little background to this story. This is your friend's girlfriend was staying in town with you. Did you even clean up your place? Because I've been in your place and your place looks like, like there was like a very violent murder scene right. that happened there. Um. Yeah, uh, I did. Just clean because it it's up. messy and no. Like I did. I took an hour. Everything. I took an hour and I. Or you cleaned took an hour it. and yeah, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. cleaned it up. I did. I did. Every time I've ever been there, there's like pills laying around. There's like whiskey bottles. There's like nude magazines. It just it doesn't look like a place you take a girl. Magazines. To. Well, okay, you know, questionable magazines. Okay. Magazines with questionable content. Maybe okay. not porn mags. Yeah, but there's some weird shit. The only, on the I assure
3: you, the only porn mag I have is the one Ryan Keeley gave me. Maybe that's Because funny. she had too okay, many Okay, the of fucking
2: them. Hand of Doom or whatever the fuck that thing the is. The Hand that of you Glory. Just, that, okay, the Hand of Glory. You got some weird shit yeah. in that place. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine a woman walking in there and looking around and being like, I'm staying here for a few days. Well,
3: here's the thing. Normal people, I, I'm i not even on the same fucking frequency as normal people anymore. Like I had lunch with a, with a you know, an acquaintance recently. Mm. And it was like, it was like literally we were, not even the same frequency or dimension. Is this
2: someone you hadn't seen in a while? Yeah, or friend I had seen from like my childhood. Or no, something?
3: not even that long. Like somebody I hadn't seen in a year. You know, <laughs> you've changed, just in that, the, much in changed that much in a year. I've changed
2: that much in a year. Yes, we've grown apart.
3: Yeah, it's like Jesus. it happens. You're though. like so you know, normal and innocent, and uh, I'm just in the shit all the time.
2: You know. <laughs> so okay, what was her rea- what was your friend's friend's reaction when she showed up?
0: Was uh, she, she just she's like. A, she's, uh,
2: She's an probably also an eccentric person,
3: so she's oh, like, whatever. she didn't care. Yeah, she didn't give a shit. She wasn't like, I'll so,
2: sleep in that pile of garbage over there. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> no, that's my cat's pile of garbage, so you're going to have to find fucking find another one. You yeah. know, it's funny, because I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners mm. right now are just like envisioning what Harrison's house looks like. <laughs> it's not a place you ever want to go. Actually, it looks okay
3: right now. Oh, it does? Yeah, yeah, I redid the entertainment center and the whole thing. Yeah, cleaned it up.
2: People, if you ever saw the uh yeah. The, the kitchen, stay
3: out of the kitchen, though.
2: Well, if you ever see the footage of... Remember Ariel Castro? <laughs> <laughs> you <Yes, sir. laughs> see the footage of that Who guy's house <laughs> yeah. where it's like <laughs> the girls are being kept with the yeah. chains to the wall, chain to the wall. And I think there was like a kiddie pool where mm. one girl gave birth. It looks a lot like that all the time. Yeah. But actually with, without any Christmas decorations. So that's good.
3: Somebody, somebody actually called me recently and they needed a, they like, they were moving and they on the fly needed a lock. Hmm. And they're like, they're like, can you run over here Do, you, do you, with a lock? And just assume I had a padlock. Of course I have a padlock. I have a lot of them. <laughs> I, so I ran over there with the padlock, you know? Because hmm. you can just, that's cool. the kind of person I am. You can count on me to have like, you know, to call, you can call me up at like, you know, midnight and be like, I need you to come over immediately with zip ties and a speculum or something. Uh, you that's know? kind of a
2: good thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. So okay. Um... Uh, So anyway, moving on, we we actually do have something to talk about. Oh yeah. We do have an intro topic in mind. Uh unfortunately our guest we might have um on a later date, uh who who had worked for one of the characters, uh one of the people there in the the story that we're gonna talk about, um was un- uh, unavailable today. Yes. But we'll get them on some other time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, is the Russians. The Russian menace. The Russians. The Russians. You know, I love everything that's going mm. on with the Russians. Mm. I, my favorite era of uh, film was in the 80s when we actually, when the Cold War was going Red on, Dawn. we actually, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Red Dawn, like, you know, yeah. at Red Hunt for Red October. All, all those movies were so great back then. Right. Because we had a defined enemy. And I know I've said this on the show before, but yeah. it's like, you know, the terrorists, Arab terrorists. They're not, I, you I, know, they don't not, do it for me. Yeah, they don't do it for me either. I like the Red Scare. Yeah. And so it's great to have, like, Putin as an enemy. Mm. And uh, now to think, like, there might be Russian spies living mm. among us. <laughs> One being our president-elect, possibly, which would be great. Um, but anyway, so... Right now, there's the the, uh, the what came out in the news this 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 week is that the U.S. intelligence agencies yeah. finally declared that uh, Vladimir Putin, Russian president, ordered an effort to help Republican Donald Trump's electoral chances by mm. discrediting the Democrat Hillary Clinton mm. in the 2016 presidential campaign. Russian interference officially declared. Right. And so Obama officially declared by whom? By the U.S. intelligence agency. Oh, okay. So Obama... See, if
3: I was in the intelligence a- agency and I find that out, I wouldn't disclose it. Why? Because uh, yeah, it would but, disrupt but, the entire world.
2: Yeah, but the... Uh, it would throw the
3: entire world into chaos.
2: But it was Don't an executive order. Like, tell Obama anyone. was yeah. just like, I want you to do a full on ves- yeah. investigation here. And so then they yeah. revealed their findings. And they, I guess they briefed Trump on Friday. And yeah. they briefed Obama earlier in the week. And, uh, yeah, Trump... and
3: Trump's like... Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, computers these days. I mean, my kid, you know, you should see him on the iPad. He's great.
2: I, I love how he used like computers. It made everything more complicated. I still yeah. use a courier. Yeah. It's like he, he, he still uses like Pony Express <clears throat> to send messages. Um, but to be uh, fair in
3: New York, he'd a lot of people do.
2: Yeah, but Trump mm. Trump's denied. Trump's denied that the Russians have done anything. He's repeatedly dismissed it as mm. lousy intelligence. So now there's a rift between intelligence agencies, FBI and CIA and our, our executive branch. Yeah. Uh, well, because Trump. here well,
3: here's the thing. I mean, what are you going to do, really? Um, I mean, Obama kind of made the noise, you know, of like uh, you know, sanctions and this and that. Just as like a don't do this again kind of thing, but I mean, well, he can't. also
2: expelled all the Russian diplomats. Right, yeah.
3: You can't do any more than that. You know, what, what else are we going to do? We're going to we're gonna repeal the election results or something? You can't. It's you know, done. It doesn't I, matter.
2: I, I don't know what else they can do other than maybe hiring some other trolls to, like, hack into Putin's cell phone and, and have, like, everybody, you know, collectively send pictures of Goethe's asshole to, like, mm. Putin's cell phone. Or something. But yeah, hey, I don't really know what else you could do. I like how everyone's a fucking expert on hacking now because they watch Mr. Robot. <laughs> um, but considering what we know here, our best intelligence indicates that Russia was behind the hacking of the DNC. Sure, of course. But Trump, who's expressed his admiration for Putin, mm. has his doubts. Right. So what's going on here? Mm. What makes me wonder is maybe the KGB has been recruiting American spies. Maybe that's the source of the hacking. Okay, because they remember they used, I think to, they do they the KGB used to do that. They're not called the KGB anymore.
3: They're called the, like the NSB. Yeah, but uh, well, I, I don't know, know what they are now. Yeah, actually, they, but
2: but uh, you know, wasn't Putin was a formerly a KGB spy? He was. Yeah. He was an operative. He ran um, the fucking KGB. I, was he the director? he was in KGB. Yeah, I feel like he was. God, I love the KGB. Yeah, they're great. They were so, they're so sketchy, but they were also so good at recruiting American yeah. spies by offering money. And so uh, I was reading an article. I think it was. I don't remember if it was from the Atlantic, it might have been from Daily Beast. But anyway, they published uh, excerpts from an old Soviet field manual for spies, um, uh, talking about how it was basically a KGB playbook on how to recruit Americans. Oh yeah,
3: I saw that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so um, this old manual, like, kind of tells a lot, of, a lot about the mindset of today's agents, and not only the Russians. I mean, it, you you wonder, like, could an American president be the ultimate dangle and it a dangles a spy word right for basically an operative working for a foreign government and that that's what the russians ideally wanted their objective was to you know produce a dangle they wanted a dangle that they could have that was working for them a spy um, but that that's a ridiculous notion it's a complete
3: it's 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 utterly absurd i mean do you watch a show the americans i haven't seen that the, you know they're just spies, but they're just get. If they became the president, that
2: would it. That, that, that's it. That's a checkmate. Well, there's no way it's checkmate. There's no way that the president. Obviously, Trump is not a spy right. for the, for, the yes. for Vladimir Putin. But how amazing would it be though, if if some if somebody that he high his cards pretty
3: close to the vest though. You know what <laughs> I mean. He might he he could be a spy.
2: I mean, dude, if mm. if uh, if he could lead a whole movement mm. of people who were discrediting Obama's. Mm. As an american saying that the guy was born in kenya and he's a muslim mm. well, what's to say there could be a movement saying maybe trump's a spy mm. i mean it's a, it's as, as bizarre as a conspiracy theory as the birther movement right you know it's it's utterly absurd but yet i wonder if people would run with it being like yeah trump's a spy you know reveal your 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 financial ties to russia and like force him to do it until eventually he has to do it
3: i like this this guidebook on uh, this KGB guidebook because it's like how to recruit Americans and it's like (laughs) the psychological makeup of the American who soberly regards money as the sole means of ensuring personal freedom and independence (laughs) it's like okay
2: making it possible for him to satisfy his material and spiritual needs well, this came out. This came out what, in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. It's, and only a hundred copies of the manual were ever printed. And it was titled "The Practice of Recruiting Americans in the USA and mm-hmm. Third Countries." Right. And it was obtained during the Brezhnev era by a uh, Mr. Brezhnev Western security service. Where's
3: Nina Hagen? <laughs> well, Get her in
2: here. The whole thing is they, uh, you know, that they had targets, and there's certain levels of targets, yeah. and they priority they prioritized it based on you know. You know, uh, uh, high members of the cabinet, the presidential cabinet, anyone Mm. on the National Security Council, Uh, but they also, you know, anybody in the State Department, Pentagon, Mm. CA basically anyone who could be purchased.
3: How fucking exciting were the Olympics though during the Cold War? That shit was dope as fuck. Pretty good, yeah. 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 You know, kids Um, kids don't know that shit was great.
2: uh, One of the uh, one of the studies they did of Americans was um, uh, actually the Russians studied Americans in Rome. And they said Americans Mm. in Rome systematically frequent the same bars, Mm. restaurants, and places of recreation. They almost feel at home in these places. They drink a great deal. Mm. They're very free in their conduct, and they frequently sing in public. Mm. The Brits do that too. They Um, do. American women, especially the wives of Americans who are away on temporary assignments, drink and have relations with other men. Right. There you go. And I mean, if a Russian... If a Russian says like you're drinking a lot,
0: something <laughs> like I just, got, I
2: just love it's like you're gonna die.
0: They, they might as well just
2: had a whole section. American yeah. women are easy. Mm. We found that if you're attractive, if you're a swarthy mm. Mediterranean fella, yeah. you can pretty much bang any American, regardless of whether she's married or not. Right. You know, American women are easy, according to the Russian manual. Um, if you got if you got the game, if you
3: got the right game, you know.
2: Yeah. They say uh the average American though, this attitude towards money engenders an indifference to the means by which it's obtained. Yes. So uh there's a high standard of living in America because of the plundering of uh the people of other countries. Therefore D- that it'd be is wrong true. to assume that an employee of a US government institution can be encouraged to collaborate with Soviet intelligence for a pittance. They're not gonna work for a pittance. You're gonna you're gonna be, at least be paying in the millions for sure. No risk, no reward. Yeah, I mean, you so know. Uh, do you remember this guy? Treason is a, is a big deal. Robert Hansen. He was an FBI uh, agent. Oh. Uh, this is like in the uh, I think it was in the nineties.
3: Isn't that the guy who host, un, hosted Unsolved Mysteries? No, okay.
2: No, you're thinking of uh, who's the guy? Um, the Dateline NBC to catch a predator. I interviewed Chris him Hansen? on the show. Chris Hansen, he did not yeah. solve. Uh, he
3: did not host Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, but I this think guy's named Robert Hansen, Chris thinking Hansen. thinking about Robert Stack, close. I think. Oh, Robert That's Stack. what I'm thinking of. With, his, with the trench coat. Unsolved swinging Mysteries. Swinging around in the wind.
2: Whatever happened to that show? I don't know, but it was on for like 10 years or some shit. You, you'd think time. they'd bring that back. Yeah. It's a good show. So Robert Hansen was the FBI agent who stole American secrets from Moscow from the waning days of communism all the way up to the Putin era. That guy received $1.4 million in cash and diamonds over a 22-year period. Got uh, he got chipped. Well, he also cleaned up with like a $2.5 million aggregate fortune later. Mm. But he finally got caught in 94 Yeah. along with his wifely accomplice. Right. Um, but that's like 22 years for them to catch the mole. Mm. Yeah, we have a pretty crack intelligence agency there. Maybe yes. they are lousy, like Trump says. <laughs> um but d- recently though, in two thousand ten, do you remember the ten man Russian spy ring that was led by Anna Chapman? Yes. And so Anna Chapman was that she was hot. She's a real life black widow. Yeah. Yes. And so your friend who we were trying to get on the show today was yeah. you actually worked for her. Yes. Yeah, he worked
3: for her. So what uh, did her do? real she had a real estate company that was basically just a front to to, you know, get in with uh, get in with upscale New Yorkers like
2: diplomats and such. But what you know? were they? I mean, what were, was like? What secrets was she getting? Like, what type of espionage was she committing? You know, I don't. That's re- what I don't understand. I don't remember exactly. There was shit she got. Oh, she did actually she did, get. She governmental was, she was banging
3: diplomats. She was banging it. You know, but she was hot. She was banging. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he yeah, and I remember he was he was telling me like after when it was happening, he contacted his friend's father who was in the FBI. And he's like, I already know why you're calling, you know, um, believe me, they already looked into everything you've ever done. And if there's anything questionable, you'd be, you'd be at the headquarters right now talking to them.
2: Well, how did, I mean, how they, how, how long did she operate? Was she like, uh, it wasn't that long Uh, she was young. I mean, she was in her twenties. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. Hmm. Five years or something like that. Did your friend ever bang her? No. Did he try? I don't think so. God, I would have totally have tried.
3: Yeah, I, I think he was just in a position like it didn't. The, the vibe, I, we'll have to ask him. But the vibe I got from him was that he he didn't even consider it. Or, well, I
2: think the problem is with with her. It's like yeah. she he worked for her, so she and knew. he likes older broads too. So he would have worked, you know. She's not that old. She's he was like a, he
3: was like he's a young dude. He was like twenty
2: two. He was like his first job out of college. Well, that's what I'm was saying. Was working for a fucking spy. That's what I'm saying. Anna Chapman, who bangs like diplomats worth right. millions. Yeah, you know we'd probably see this kid who's making like, I don't know, 45 grand a year or something. Yeah. try, And she'd probably find it laughable. But the only hope he'd get is if, uh, well, A, if he's attractive and B, if she's attracted to him. So like, if she came on to him, yeah. then, that, then it might work. Yeah. I could see her laughing in my face at my pathetic attempts to woo her. Uh, yeah. The only, the only
3: thing you could do is try the, I don't give a fuck uh, angle, which is basically my only angle these days, as far as my game goes. Every now and then it works. People are like, hmm. that guy doesn't give a fuck. I could Why? see him looking
2: at me and being like, I don't fuck the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> you have filthy jeans. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I tried. That's what Nico um,
3: said to Lou Reed every night They were together.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, dangles. A president would be the ultimate dangle. Uh, they're always eager to work for an enemy foreign government, and they're particularly keen on being compensated to do so. Right. And when any when contact's broken with their handlers, because all the dangles all, all, all always have handlers, uh, they're the ones who try uh, you know to salvage or restore the relationship. And if you think about it, dangles very striking resemblance to the current president elect, the ultimate dangle. Why? So think about it. Their overzealous or paranoid behavior can sometimes be misleading. And if you think about Donald Trump. Kinda of what he does. Oh, I see. You know, that's that's the thing with the with the Dangles. Like I think they act like, what are you talking about? How could I yeah. be working for this government? This is utterly absurd. And huh. then they try to throw red herrings at you. Oh, right. And like, dismiss any yeah. notion of like yeah. you know, like we have intelligence agencies that have been working for the government for I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure, they were How wrong about How dare
3: you accuse me of cheating on you?
2: Well, that's the first thing Trump does yeah. is he tries to like, you know, hmm. Lead them astray and be like, well, look what you said about the the WMDs in Iraq. Right. It's completely, you're completely wrong. And so, but that's what dangles do. Hmm. It would be amazing. How amazing would that be if uh, you found out that Trump was actually in Putin's pocket? It would. um... Or if he owed, you know whatever debt to him it would never happen it does it makes very little sense it makes very little sense it would never happen especially yeah. at that 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 level uh, of government no. but holy shit it would be too good too good too good to be true for the russian spies plus the only way
3: to enforce international debts um you know really is like
2: with through violence yeah you know but if you're rich you already got bodyguards you're good uh, that's what I love about yeah. Trump too. Is is uh you know every president gets a Secret Service yeah uh, team attached to him. He's like, nah, I got my own private security, so fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to that presidency. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, do you think the, I mean, do you think do you think there's a group? of like KG, ex-KGB agents that Putin still works with that's like alright we need to get some more American spies and so this manual came out in the 70s but do you think they've really updated it much? Like do you think it's Probably like not. sure American girls are still slutty right? Yeah. and uh, we're still very materialistic yeah. right. <laughs> it's like what else has changed? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sometimes they express emotions unlike us <laughs> Russians you know
2: <laughs> it's like uh, they watch Netflix for hours yeah <laughs> and they sometimes chill while doing so. They can be swayed by food, mm. <laughs> by fast food in particular. Yeah. But um, not goulash. <laughs> I do love having the uh the Russians back as our enemy, so it's I think it's this year's gotten off to a good start. All I'm saying is stay away from my fucking goulash. It's mine. <laughs> Don't drink my vodka. Mm-mm. Uh people's episode 565 here sick and wrong. Uh we have sick and wrong news coming up next. We have phone calls after that. Uh, but first, Here's a word from our beloved sponsor, Adam and Eve. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing
3: something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukaki. And on top of all of that, Free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor,
2: AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, Harrison, uh you planning to go to Coachella this year again? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: Do you go every year? I'm going to get my... Um my uh, fringy fucking, you know... Do you have crop one of those
2: top. Indian headdress. Yeah,
3: Indian headdress. I got my fringy suede crop top.
2: Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh,
3: my Daisy Dukes. You need some glow sticks. Yeah. Uh, maybe
2: a shell necklace, some like gladi- a choker.
3: Some gladiator sandals, you know?
2: Or Ugg boots could work to too. Go. But that yeah. might be a little hot. Might be sandals a little, yeah. might be better. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if the, the Jenner children would approve of that, so... You know, Coachella, much like Burning Man, is something I'd avoid like the plague. Yes. I... Even, like, I've had opportunities to go to Coachella. I just know I personally couldn't handle it. A, because you're surrounded by, well, hot girls, but you're also yeah. surrounded by retards. But yeah. but B, it's so fucking hot there. You know, it's yeah. like 110 degrees. It's oh, in yeah. the middle of the desert. It's in yeah. Indio. I, I couldn't stand in sunlight that long. Mm. And I've heard, like, the only places that have shade are VIP. So it's like, I, I couldn't deal with that. I wouldn't even want to leave my fucking car. Can't you bring like an umbrella, like Dracula or something? A walk around like with yeah, the yeah. goth with the yeah, umbrella, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the guy, what's his name, Davy Havoc from AFI? Yeah. yeah. Hello, yeah. I'm just blocking the sun with oh. my parasol. It's it's an yeah. allergy really to the sun. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's all I need. That's all I need is a picture of me <laughs> holding my umbrella <laughs> at parasol. Coachella. Yeah, that'd be it's great.
3: actually it's called a parasol
2: because it's soul parasol. is Latin for sun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, there's a, uh, an article came out uh, this week about this creepy, beyond creepy Craigslist ad offering a Coachella VIP pass to a woman who's willing to agree to some very just offbeat, outlandish requests
0: mm.
2: from this guy. All
0: right.
2: Which I'm surprised, like in L.A., you'd think there'd be an abundance of women that would be like down for this.
3: I mean, it is the land of the fucking sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship. Exactly. I mean, it's, I it's think literally. That's, I think the term was coined here. That's, that's like, 30% yeah. of the economy.
2: I mean, I, I, it's, I, I'm serious. I, yeah. I know yeah. at least like, yeah. I don't know, five girls that, that do not work right. and that date men in their above the age of 50. Sure. And they're like probably, I don't know, early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, fairly normal here. Right. I always wonder about that, though. If you're a girl in your mid-20s, mm-hmm. and I, you know, am not judging at all because if I was an attractive girl in my mid-20s and some dude in their 50s was like, hey, I want to fuck you every now and then. You can have relationships with other guys. I don't care. And I'll pay your rent and I'll buy you a car. Right. Uh, I don't think I'd have qualms about doing that. I would do it. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know? I mean, you know. Cause i I'm running around
3: serving fucking subpoenas and shit that's not uh
2: yeah that, that's why yeah. it's like you know when I hear about it, I'm like you know fucking high five more yeah. power to you it's yeah. like you know why not and then at- although although I, I it it takes a toll well, It I takes a psychological so too,
3: yeah. toll I think people don't realize immediately, but you know
2: well, what I always wonder about is there some of these sugar daddies though aren't cool with a with a whole. The whole point of like, you know it's fine, we'll have an open relationship. they want to actually control this girl, oh yes, and then they have in their mind this like illusion that they're like in a, a committed relationship with this person who's like 40 years they're their, their junior right. <laughs> so what I find funny about that is a girl who is dating a man like that who's like in his 60s and she's like 24, would she introduce him to her parents? Um uh, like no. what happens like around holidays no. and your parents are in town. No, no,
3: no, no, no. You don't think that ever happens? Yeah,
2: I'm sure it happens.
3: Would he introduce uh, her to his parents? No, <laughs> or to his they're, children. They're dead, probably. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's like with the, the converse. Yeah. It's like would he introduce her to his children? And mm. that's why I think like uh, you know if, on the other side of it, conversely, it's if I was like mm. you know single and I'm in my sixties, would you want to bang some girl in her twenties? No. You wouldn't want to. I'd rather bang a chick in her 40s. I, even right now, if I had the choice between banging a 25-year-old and a 40-year-old, I would choose the 40-year-old. Okay, but what about like a 35-year-old woman? What but a, you have to pay for it. You'd have to pay a rent. But you have like, you know...
3: Yes. I mean, I've, I've always assumed... You know, I've never really taken part in prostitution, but I always assumed I would at the later age. That's what I'm you saying. Know?
2: It's like I don't have a problem with right. the sugar daddy, sugar yeah. baby relationship. I don't think there's I mean, if someone's down with doing this, you know, go with it. Why not? Right. Why not take full advantage? Sure. You know? but this this ad is rather creepy, and it's, I don't know any. I don't know anyone that would be willing to do this. So the ad was posted by a 56 year old Los Angeles man named Gordy. Gordy, which is like pretty much the epitome of creepy names for pedophiles. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, It's a, it's, it's a, you know, above Kevin, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Randy. Uh, (laughs) Gordy offered the Coachella VIP pass an all expenses paid trip to a female between the ages of 19 to 25, who is willing to agree to some very strange requests. These requests are so strange that it makes me skeptical of this whole ad. I'm a little skeptical just
3: because he says, I left my job as supervising manager at Soup Plantation <laughs> and subsequently divorced my wife of 11 years. Now, the last part I believe, but why would anyone admit even in an ad that they where they're the, anonymous, that they're supervising manager at Soup Plantation. And how
2: much money does a supervising manager of Soup Plantation I would spend make? my
3: entire salary to hide the fact that I was <laughs> the supervising manager at Soup Plantation. No offense to <laughs> any listener who
2: works at Soup Plantation. I actually am a big fan of Soup Plantation. Do we? Have you ever been there? No, I'm a big fan. Oh, of no, oh yeah, I have been a big there. Fan. I, I love it.
3: I thought it was... Well, I mean, when I first went, I went with Lenore, and I, and I was a little disappointed because I thought it was going to be like... An antebellum South themed
0: restaurant. Same with restaurant. me. The first, I, you know, know <laughs> the
3: first time I went there was with Lenora. She like, really likes that place. Yeah, like your mint julep will never be half full <laughs> here. You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, somebody's gonna fill it up. Yeah. So no, it is, but it's good. It's good, yeah, it's stuff. good. You, you, just, you just end up soup, eating salad bar, fucking everything. You know?
2: With a soup plantation, you're not gonna go there for like a 10 minute meal. It's not like yeah. a. It's not like a fast food place. It's like you're going there. You're gonna sit and chill and just like casually go get some soft serve ice cream from the ice cream machine, eat a little bit of soup. Yeah, it's a it's a very comfortable dining experience. Then proceed immediately to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And there's Mm. definitely some uh, some aftermath of that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, this guy this guy wrote like a rather bizarre ad in Craigslist, and he envisioned how this trip would go down, and he wasn't shy about laying it all out. That's why, and it's very specific and uh, he uses a lot of detail here and he wants his guests to be quote unquote open minded and opportunistic and that's why I'm thinking this, this thing was written by a, by a clever clever writer out there well
0: it's
3: interesting because uh, you know I have a friend of mine who's probably somewhere in between a sugar baby and an actual escort and uh, she says like it's not enough just to fuck these guys you actually have to like be in awe of them And and And, like do weird shit to their ego, or else it falls falls apart completely. Adore, yeah, Yeah. and and you know they always need to have a certain level
2: of control. Uh, So yeah, it is weird that these guys are so emotionally fragile when they have so much money and they're powerful men. But anyway, why don't you read the ad and then we'll go through the list of requirements, reading our favorite ones. Okay, okay, here's the deal. I have a VIP
3: pass for weekend two. I'm willing to give it away for free to the right person. I'm looking for a travel companion air quotes that can enjoy the festival with me and just have a good time i left my job as supervising manager at soup <laughs> plantation subsequently divorced my wife of 11 years i cashed out my 401k and decided that moving forward my life is all about having fun exclamation point no wow. more team meetings no more employee evaluations no more balance sheets. No more darn conference calls at 7 a.m. Just fun. No more soup. And just fun is in uh, caps.
0: Yep.
2: All caps.
3: I have a room at the Tropics Motor Motel in Indio Thursday through Monday. And that probably sounds cheesy, but that that... That week, it probably costs like a fucking
2: thousand dollars or something. You know, that that, that yeah. area has a lot of affluent uh, yeah. hotels. so I'm sure it probably costs them a lot of money.
3: If you believe you can meet the below criteria, please shoot me an email and describe why you think you make the best fit. I appreciate your time and look forward to finding the right, quote, one, unquote.
2: <laughs> so we've already said that the the first... Uh, Criteria
0: yeah. that the female this between 18
3: 20, tw- and
2: 25. There are 20 theses here. It's like fucking Martin Luther. So, know? my favorite one mm. is uh, number five here. Must keep hands and feet moisturized at all times. Of course. He doesn't want any girls or dry skin. No. You ever had a dry foot
3: job? It's not fun. <laughs> Don't know that much. So, uh, fingernails and toenails must be nicely painted and harmonious with general color scheme of outfit. <laughs>
2: I like this one must be okay with periodic handholding, perhaps during certain sensual songs while walking or while walking into the festival. Yeah, so you could just see he's like, you know, looks old enough to be her fucking grandfather, but yet he's like grabbing her hand. Right. Yeah, we're together. (laughs) We're dating. God damn it. Uh, being social is fine
3: but no excessive fraternizing with other male festival goers and definitely no public affection with other festival goers violation of this rule results in immediate removal of Tropic Motor Motel room privileges and maybe even
2: return ride god damn it so this girl's not going to bring back any uh, dudes to the Tropic Motor Motel that's not going to happen
3: I saw you talking to
2: Brett. (laughs) <laughs> you're out I like this one must take a minimum of four photos of us together and post them to your Instagram account because this all
3: comes from like <laughs> him looking at like fucking Kylie Jenner's Instagram for the last five years or something of her yeah. fucking this is where this comes from like
2: posting pictures yeah. of like having fun with her so boyfriends. he's like
3: recreating it,
2: it which is just so creepy yeah do you think this guy, this 56-year-old man, has an Instagram account? This is like when you like, have to like, tie
3: people to chairs to recreate your fucking fifth birthday party or something, <laughs> basically.
2: I just picture a selfie with yeah. him just like beaming, and, yeah, you know, yeah. some huge smile, and this girl just frowning. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Radiohead playing in the background. Number eleven: periodic moments of extended eye contact. Number twelve:
3: <laughs> allow me to brush your hair once per day. That is that is
2: creepy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, but he doesn't say not mandatory, but encouraged. Yes. So I mean, what 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 happens? Like, does he put on like? Because you know, this guy is probably really trying to fit in with younger people. So what does he do? Put on like, who's headlining Coachella? Beyonce or something? I have no idea. Is he, he's like when I play the Beyonce <laughs> uh, "Put a Ring on It" song, that's when I comb your hair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it's it's like what? It, <laughs> I, um, yeah, and it's it's.
3: I mean, any personal grooming such as toenail clipping, eyebrow plucking, or lipstick application must be done in my presence. That is fucking Mine. creepy.
2: That is really creepy. Yeah. So he's just sitting there, just leering at her while she's cutting her toenails. Yeah. At least once during the festival, you must allow me to carry you on my shoulders so you can see the stage better. Perfect time for the Instagram photo. (laughs) You know, obviously this isn't for fatties. So there's no fatties that are in the age of 19 to 25. I'm surprised he didn't put that down. Can you imagine somebody so desperate? Because it's not even like there's money involved. Somebody so desperate to go to this fucking stupid bullshit that they would put up with this nonsense. I, I, I yeah. couldn't even imagine like who who gives a sh- that much yeah. of a shit about Coachella to actually yeah. deal with this I think the whole thing's fake and he just whoever wrote this knew it was gonna go all over the internet but
3: where else can I see Jay-Z and Queens of the Stone Age in one day <laughs>
2: You know? However, however, you know, I'm sure this would happen, and I'm sure, mm. you know, if it wasn't already being ridiculed across the internet, I'm sure there's more than mm. a handful of women in this town that would take advantage of this. Oh, opportunity. definitely,
3: yeah. It's a, a lot of girls. it's, a, do it's it. a vapid place.
2: I do hope it's real. I want to believe. Um, the second story we got here, actually, I find this hilarious, and I've been reading a lot about it this past week. John Carpenter. Legendary horror film director, John Carpenter, and right. composer. You know, he composed a lot of music in his uh, in his movies. I did not know that. Uh, John Carpenter is fighting with internet neo-Nazis over the cult classic, They Live.
3: Okay. Have you heard about this? I did read about this, yeah. And yeah. I was like, huh. Because I used to fight, back when like, Live Journal was a thing, I used to fight a lot with neo-Nazis. With the neo-Nazis? Yeah. About I a, what? I was friends with some neo-Nazis when we'd fight about... What, you know Nazis and like, why they the, were Nazis. Holocaust denial. Yeah, that like kind that. of stuff. Like, why would the Nazis kill the Jews? You know what I mean? Like, like if the Nazis had not spent all that money and manpower on killing the Jews, they would have won the war. I, I could
2: see you that. Know? Yeah, they, they they spent a lot of money. They pro- you
3: know, they're I'm like they're like you know fucking Heisenberg. Take a break from working on that <laughs> atomic bomb. Uh, we need to bring these. You know, we need to figure out a way to I don't know fucking inject their eyes with blue dye.
2: You know, like who the fuck cares, guys? Please. I just feel like now though uh, the neo-Nazis and white supremacists who used to be in like some you know dark corner of the internet yeah. now they're kind of in the mainstream right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now it's like you know when they yeah. do have their arguments on Stormfront it actually makes the news now so, the cat <laughs> box at the dog you yeah. see uh, so this past week the neo-Nazis have been having uh, uh, conversations <laughs> about the movie They Live they feel mm-hmm. it's an allegory for Jewish control of the world right and it's 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 been co-opted by online neo-nazis and white supremacists and Mm. these guys are you know are posting video analyses of the movie on youtube um i think one of the funniest ones is there's a youtube movie called they live yeah john carpenter world message of zionism it's a film analysis by a guy a youtuber named libertus bell and it's a detailed analysis of they live but from a you know, Zionist conspiracy standpoint, right? It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I recommend it's a recommended viewing from sick and wrong. Also, once you're while viewing it, read the comments. Oh yeah. It's just pure antisemitism.
3: I always read the comments yeah. on everything.
2: Oh, the comments are great. But anyway, uh, um, John Carpenter actually had to took to Twitter to criticize members of the alt-right who have decided the film is a direct attack on an apparently Jewish establishment. He called the appropriation a slander and a lie. Here's his actual tweet. He said, They Live is about yuppies and unrestrained capitalism. It has nothing to do with Jewish control of the world, which is slander and a lie.
3: Here's the thing. It's, it's, it, when people are like, oh, did the Jews control the media? Here's the thing. That's kind of true. And the, the reason that's kind of true is because they fucking founded Hollywood. You know, yeah. I mean, if you found something, you your fucking people will probably be controlling it yeah, hundred years later. Uh, like it was like basically, it was like they were they were in New York and they wanted to do like you know n- use this new technology to make money, but they didn't want to have to fucking pay Thomas Edison ninety five cents of every dollar to use his fucking camera. So they're like, fuck this, we'll just go out to where it's sunny cameras, all the time, yeah. and then he's we're too, literally too far for him to sue us because it was that's how long it took to get across the country. And it's yeah, sunny all guess, the time, yeah. so there's no. So it's, so it's Why not? Yeah, you can film yeah. outside all the time. There you go. That's how. That's that's why we're here. But,
2: right but now, but in this day and age, I mean, I don't know how true it is that, that the Zionists still control all the media, but yet the the uh, the Nazis. No, it's just that it a makes... lot of
3: people happen to be Jewish in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, a lot of Jewish people tend to be liberal, and that's because a lot of Jewish people tend to be, I don't know, fucking
2: overeducated or something. Or intelligent. Or people of the book, right? <laughs> um, and a lot of Jewish people, you know, yeah. do work in Hollywood. Right. And I think it's there's a lot of nepotism involved as well. It's mm. like, you know, the people that founded it, they gave jobs to their children and their mm. you know, children's friends. And and that's why it's like a lot of Jewish people work in Hollywood. I actually kind of wish I was a little more Jew-y. if my If my father didn't change our last name... Yeah, no, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, if my father didn't change my last name, I probably would not be doing this podcast right now living in a one bedroom apartment in hollywood
3: yeah i remember i told somebody like my birth name some guy i was trying to kiss up you know trying to make a contact with and i told him my birth name which is one
2: of the most jewy names well what's your birth name i'm not gonna say it on the fucking You're show saying, I've, I i'll wanna... say mine i am like goldberg my my birth oh. name was was david goldberg i don't want there are so people be,
3: that will that wow. will be around harangued
2: by is it them. is it more of a jewy surname than goldberg it's 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 the yeah it's the same how can it's you the get same any the oh, because yeah. you can't get any more obviously a jew right than the last name goldberg that's true okay you that's know? Fair and not. so what what happened is my father or my grandfather was in the yeah. uh, british air force he was right. a medic in the british air force and so we was fighting world war ii in germany yeah they're like anybody with an obvious jewish surname right. they're like you know we we recommend highly yeah. recommend <laughs> changing that because if you get caught Straight to Auschwitz, buddy. All right, fuck it. It's it's fuck it. It's Cohen,
3: right? Okay, oh, Cohen, Cohen, Cohen yeah, yeah, and yeah. Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty close. So, Although- I, I had a relative, uh, like a my grandfather's brother, moved to the states to, to work as an engineer in defense. But it was the '50s, so it was after like Ethel Julius Rosenberg. Oh yeah, yeah. So was, they didn't like Jews they in were defense. Spies. So he changed his name from like a uh, you know David Cohen to. Dave Conway. Hey, I'm Dave Conway. How you <laughs> Conway, doing, Dave Conway. That's, yeah. like,
2: perfect. Yeah, know. that's good. Yep. Yeah, my, my grandfather is Scottish, so uh, everyone called him Scott or Scotty all the time. So he just was like, all right, so I'm going to just change it to Scott.
3: But no, when I told this guy my name, he was like, oh, oh! It, like, changed everything.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. if I had on my resume yeah. David Goldberg and I was mm-hmm. applying to, like, Paramount, they'd be like, okay, let's put his at the top of the pile. Yeah. You know, it's like now they see, you know... <laughs> Dave yeah. Scott, they're like, eh, he's a Gentile. Yeah. So, whatever. Anyway, the 80s classic They Live stars wrestling superstar Rowdy Roddy Piper, who's an, who's an amazing individual. Rest in peace, uh, Rowdy Roddy Word. Piper. Uh, as a construction worker who discovers a pair of magic sunglasses, kind of like yeah. the Mormon sunglasses, uh, which allows him to see the world for what it really is, with humanity being bombarded by subliminal messages depending worship. Demanding worship of authority, mass commercialization, and submission to the ruling class. I'm sorry, there are Mormon
3: sunglasses. Is that what you
2: said? Have saying? you seen the Mormon the magic Mormon glasses that allowed uh Joseph Smith to read the tablets? No. Yeah, so like huh. you know, there's the Mormon tablets and he he had the magic glasses that he oh. could put on so he could actually read <laughs> read what the angels wrote. And all the yeah. all the people were like Sure, that's believable. I I totally buy that. He's yeah. got the magic glasses. What did he
3: send away for it in the back of an Archie
2: comics or something? I think an a or an angel gave them to him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. angel moron. Or, <laughs> literally the angel's name is Moron. Yeah, is it Moron? Moroni. Oh, Moroni. Yeah. He's oh, an it Italian time, angel. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, when when uh Rowdy Roddy put the glasses on, he would see these zombie face aliens. So what the neo-Nazis are saying is is that when you put the glasses on, it will reveal who's a Jew walking amongst you? Because it's kind of hard to tell with the Jews. Jews are tricky. Yeah. I mean, we look—you know—we're we're white people, fit in, blend in quite well. But when you put it on, you see the big nose and the greedy, and you know, the greedy hands. You know when
3: I, <laughs> when I was when I was home uh, for Christmas, my mom was kind of freaking out because she had gotten this cataract surgery. And she's like, oh, I see all the colors now. Ah, You know, and she was like, it was like the fucking man with the wow, x-ray like eyes. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I've seen too much. I didn't need to tear my eyes out from my skull. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the film, I think it was intended by Carpenter as an allegory for Reagan era consumption. But the neo-Nazis have long claimed mm. the film is in fact a metaphor for Jewish control of the world. Mm. With the white hero, Rowdy Roddy, unearthing the truth Mm -hmm. they say it's the most pro-white movie of all time and uh yeah i I mean they said this is my favorite comment from the uh the the video i mentioned here it says it really says it all about our society the jews really are the aliens controlling everything living Mm. among us and we don't even know it Mm. and so twitter users were quick to mock the neo-nazis and uh, but then other other uh, neo Nazis started just bombarding Carpenter with memes and illustrations, claiming that he's in fact mm. incorrect about his own movie. Yeah, yeah. Because, but but if you think about it, though, a movie can be He's like, damn it, it you're ruining what I have left of a career. But you know, like an author, creator's intention you right. you intend one way, but right, you know, people can sure you know create their own meaning in anything. Yeah, so. You know, what what's what's black to one person could be red to another. But you know what's interesting about this is neo Nazis, they live isn't the first movie that they've appropriated. Mm. Uh they've also appropriated Videodrome. Okay, which is a damn fine film. And The Matrix. Uh the latter with its depiction of characters walking up waking up to a counterfeit world through the swallowing of a red pill is particularly popular in white supremacist circles. Is that why
3: Joe Pantoliano betrays Neo? Is it because he's Italian and he's not
2: purely uh, Aryan? Hmm. His Mediterranean blood. He's tainted. Well, he doesn't betray Oh, betray Neo. Yeah. But but isn't Neo, isn't Keanu Reeves like a Pacific Islander or an Asian or something? Or is half he? Asian? Is he though? And Lawrence Fishburne, he's a black guy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, I, I just think that it's absurd. <laughs>
3: okay. But yeah. he's one of the good ones.
2: Black actor, half yeah. Chinese actor, and a female yeah. is in it as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. These Italians. But anyway, it, it got so bad that Carpenter actually tweeted that it has nothing to do with Jewish control of the world. And they sent another tweet saying, it's amazing and appalling that this statement has become mm. necessary. Right. You know what? I totally agree with you, John Carpenter. It's amazing and appalling mm. that someone could misinterpret the movie They Live.
3: You, you know what else is amazing and appalling?
2: John Carpenter's Vampires. I've never seen... Was, oh, wait, wait, is that the one with James Wood? Uh, and they pull the vampires out of the house with like a yeah, fucking... Yeah, Cheryl fucking... Uh, palm with like a pulley it. on their Jeep? Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. remember that. God, oh. it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that is appalling. Yeah. However, Escape from New York... Yeah. I wonder what yeah. that is. It, I wonder if that yeah. actually... Why didn't they say Escape from New York is about escaping from Jews? Because some Jew York? I wonder if they have Escape from Jew York... Um, the porn parody or the regular? No, version? that's what I'm saying. Like okay. the neo Nazis, why choose they live? Well, they live because the glasses. But mm. I'm so I'm sure there's a. Why do you need to escape from New York for? It's great. But I'm sure there's a Nazi, you know, misinterpretation of escape from New York. Mm. It's like <laughs> try getting a good Bialy in Ohio.
3: Mm. I don't know.
2: So, uh, anyway, what what do you have here for the third story?
3: So. Uh, this is sent from
2: Lousy or might Louise be a, Louise, uh, Louise yeah okay. on Facebook Lousy Lousy because <laughs> that's a very normal name yeah. <laughs> for uh, for women Lousy you never know what this fucking show you know <laughs>
3: uh, Lousy says at least
2: he wasn't mixing it in with creamy foods D Simon so here's it is one of my bigger fears yeah that's why I tend to stay away from the creamy foods.
3: West Virginia man charged with squirting women with semen-filled syringes
2: at Ohio Walmart. You know, shit like this. Walmart is a hive of deviant behavior. Yes. Do you ever notice that? Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stories that uh, that circulate like that about uh, with, with deviants that happen at yeah. Walmart.
3: And if you're doing shady shit, there's a lot of you're like metal gearing around. There's a lot of fucking fat scooters to hide behind while you're creeping in, or fat in between people the people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Timothy Blake, 28, was charged on December 30th with two counts of felony obscenity. The two women filed a complaint about having semen squirted at them. Hmm. So uh, they re- police received a report from a woman about a creepy man who followed her around Walmart, according to an arrest affidavit, which is like...
2: A cre- but I'm, I'm sure like, that happens yeah. every
3: day. I mean, that's... You know, I think that's like part of what happens when you go to a Walmart. Well, I
2: think um, it, it's part of what happens when you're an attractive I, 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 woman happens, and you're walking around. You don't even have to be an attractive to me. woman. You
3: could be me. It happens to me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the woman told police she felt something wet on her back uh, and went to the bathroom to clean up the sticky substance. The man was waiting for her and staring at her as she came out of the bathroom. Wait wait a
2: second. So the guy yeah. had a syringe full of full of his ball milk. Yeah. He shot it on her back and yeah. then waited outside for her to come out. Yeah. You'd think a lot of these guys would do it and then run to their car and masturbate again or something. Or like, Isn't that part of the thrill? Like, You do it, you see yeah. the shock, and then you leave?
3: Or he's probably like waiting
2: for her to come out, and then
3: as soon as she spotted him, he like died behind a fucking display of bulk paper towels or whatever the fuck. You know.
2: But do you think he was waiting for her to come out to get the reaction? Or do you think he actually thought in his deluded mindset that she's going to come out and be like, thank you for doing that. Let's go no. have coffee. Let's go get some shaved ice cream.
3: No, he was just acting out on fulfilling a fantasy that that he but fantasized. why
2: stick and... around?
3: Because he has to see the reaction. Oh, the reaction, yeah. Man. Yeah, in the yeah. same way that people like amateur porn because it's like, it seems more real.
2: Oh, they can relate and if you're, to yeah, it. Yeah, and, if,
3: and people like seeing porn uh, involving people they m- are more familiar with or people that they met, right? It makes yeah, more real. Yeah.
2: or kind of like uh, do you remember with the fappening when all the uh, celebrities: yes, their their personal porn pictures had been leaked on the internet? Absolutely. I think that people because you know people can go see porn stars naked, but when you can see Jennifer Lawrence naked, right, yeah, it's like yeah. heightens the passion. fuck yeah. so um,
3: <clears throat> yeah, so he was waiting for her. Uh, they tracked him down, police tracked him down after uh, taking into account the woman's description of his face. And company
2: truck after reviewing surveillance video.
3: You know, the- so he brought his company's <laughs> truck to do
2: this. All right. Now, that, that's yeah. never a good idea. No. You should probably get like a nondescript vehicle. Right. You know, maybe like a 19 yeah. or like, no, like a 2003 Honda Civic or something. Yeah. You know, just something nondescript, you know, and then make your jack off mm. squirt gun in there. Like you don't want to do it in your fucking UPS truck or whatever. Mm. Uh,
3: he was arrested while at dinner with his wife. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
3: now, I would have loved We're to see We're sorry, miss. Your husband's under arrest for being a cum
2: sniper. <laughs> I would have loved to see the wife's reaction. <laughs> yeah. like, what do you hear? She's like, oh, God, he's doing it again. Yeah. She must know mm-hmm. about it. I've never been so
3: embarrassed at an Olive Garden. Um, so, uh, when questioned, Blake allegedly admitted to 12 instances during two months of masturbating filling a syringe
2: with his semen, following women around a Walmart and spraying their backsides with it. Wow. So yeah. do you think he just kind of holds the syringe and just squirts it in there? Or do you think he keeps his semen in like a jar? I think he keeps it in it. a jar and you get a funnel. and then A oh, funnel it, yeah, and pour it in. And
3: one of those like bigger syringes that used to like, you know, give a cat medicine or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot about this, Harrison. Have you yeah. have you ever done this? Is a fetish you've ever looked into?
3: I've not, but I've done, you know, I've I filled a lot of flasks in my time. Oh, you know? a lot of. <laughs> yeah. <so.
2: laughs> Upon request or just for your own personal? Oh, use? I'm just talking about alcohol. Just, oh, okay, okay. Semen. I thought. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. it's it's not beyond the uh, you know the I, realm of comprehension that you would possibly have a couple beakers fill the semen in your house. But
3: I do have some weird porn video where um, this guy's captured these two chicks and he's like, "I've spent months filling up this jar with my <laughs> semen." <laughs> and you're going to drink it and he puts like fucking funnel and it's, our, it's not real semen in real life you know but he puts funnel in
2: her mouth and pour, starts of pouring it in there ugh yeah. god months of festering semen you know that probably yeah. doesn't taste too good I uploaded it to Pornhub <laughs> wait a second you've uploaded videos to Pornhub oh yeah do you have your own moniker do you have your have own have have your a, own handle I have a rich inner life aside from the show dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you're warning me because oh, i'm gonna hate man. if i just porn it doesn't it well it has your own handle that doesn't have like a picture you can't like click on it and see a bio of the person can you yeah most people don't put their actual picture
3: <laughs> like their passport picture as the as the avatar no
2: i just love how like you get a video and be like i must share this on porn, huh? yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh. anyway um, <laughs> back to the semen squirt guy yeah back to this uh, so Blake origi- reportedly originally told police that the material he used was egg yolk until an officer told him they tested it Then he admitted he used semen but only sometimes <laughs> even egg yolk is kind of yeah. weird Like no, you're squirting
2: weird. women with egg yolk come on dude
3: but that's like I don't believe that for a second that he
2: was at any point using egg yolk you no, know? I mean I don't even. it's yeah, like I couldn't buy that. It's
3: like hey, instead of shooting heroin, I'm going to shoot this water into my veins, <laughs> and it's just as just as satisfying. Um, well, when police asked him what he thought he was doing, he answered that it may have been his quote way of having sex with these women. Well, I mean, when you hmm, think about it, I as guess... a de- in terms of
2: delivery system, he's actually yeah, yeah. I mean, you it's know? the money shot. Yeah, it's you know, you get the seed out there. I mean, I guess if like a lot of these women... I'd like to see what the the victims look like. Because if a lot of these women are out out of his... A lot of these women are out of his league. Maybe this is the only way he could, quote unquote, have sex with them.
3: Um, That might be true. It may not matter what they look like also. Yeah. Um, Blake also said he was molested as a child and his wife was unaware of what he was doing. That's shocking.
2: Yeah, I find that really shocking too. Because I I highly doubt this is the first time he's ever been in trouble for this or accused. Yeah. And quite possibly, he might have actually met his mm-hmm. wife mm. doing something like this. She might be an exhibitionist. It's like, oh my God, my biggest fantasy is to get sprayed by some stranger semen.
3: Nowadays, yeah. But he's uh, yeah he's out on bail and he's required to wear an ankle monitor.
2: So And he's not allowed within, within 200 feet of a salad bar. All right. So, hypothetically speaking, if you met a woman yeah. and her fantasy was to get sprayed by your semen in like a public store like Ralph's or something would you indulge
3: her did you to, by like shooting ropes like just masturbating like no 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 uh, like oh. a,
2: you like a syringe or a squirt gun or oh, something. okay
3: what about some kind of like a like a spider-man web shooter
2: yeah spider-man okay.
3: web shooter that I would do <laughs> that would absolutely do would you wear the spider-man suit um I, I'd at least wear the gloves you know <laughs> when I, one spider-man glove and then my other hand would be a hulk hand where you go, where it goes you know
2: I gotta post a picture Of yeah. this guy Cause he's exactly He looks exactly like What you'd You'd envision <laughs> This man to look like Would yeah. you imagine This guy to look like He looks like that uh, Yeah I, I, I picture him As looking like Stephen King Sort of yeah. I'm trying to think He looks more like um, God I'm trying to think More like uh, Who's the guy In Swingers The big guy Luckily I don't remember That film at all Here's the movie so. yeah, he's Vince been a lot. Of, Vince Vaughn oh, okay. He looks a lot like Vince Vaughn Okay He's kind of got this, but he's it's like a bad. creepy version of Vince okay. Vaughn. Yeah.
3: Vince Vaughn is a creepy version of Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Vince
2: Vaughn is a creepy looking yeah, guy. Yeah. It's yeah. just,
3: it's vodka bloat. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Bloat. I, I can tell vodka bloat when I see it.
2: Speaking of vodka bloat, I got to go to the bathroom. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> people, send your story. Stick around podcast at hotmill.com. Uh, we get some phone calls to get to. Uh, before that, here's another word from Adam and Eve
1: Hey, guys. It's me, Steven. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, DIDDLE, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Eric's disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. Thanks to AdamandEast.com and coupon code DITTLE, D-I-D-D-L-E. I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got a
2: few phone calls with the Stick Around Hotline. 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember to keep it under three minutes. Um, the first call actually came from a longtime listener of the show, Twisted Firestarter, mm-hmm. who had a great start to the new year. All right,
4: two years, eight months, five days—the fucking dry spell is finally over. I it's the uh, the Twisted Firestarter, by the way. Happy New Year. Um,
3: that—that's how you know that it's going to be a short winter. If the Twisted Firestarter gets laid. Gets laid. <laughs>
2: God, it's and funny. sees a shadow. It's funny. The difference between men and yeah. women, like women can't get laid for months and they're just like, yeah, it's been a while. Mm. You know, it's fine. Men know the exact mm. minute yeah, to how long it's been since they've been laid because it bothers them so much. Eats at their psyche. It does. So, you know, like Twisted Firestarter here is just probably, I bet you he was probably like, notching down the days on his calendar how long it's been it's, did he say a two-year dry spell
3: yeah it's insane yeah he was like you know in the, the fucking Bastille, you know carving <laughs> the days on the wall
4: so i had a banging fucking new year's eve went out with my boys all wearing blazers looking flash as fuck. ended up t- pulling a stunning bird that looked like lita from wwe she's like well 90s
3: I think that he might be the, probably maybe one of the few people on earth that
2: didn't have a disappointing New Year's Eve. Because everybody has a disappointing New Year's Eve. And typically, New Year's Eve is always... This guy had... Well, like, New Year's Eve is yeah. built up to be this amazing night and yeah. it always disappoints. It's always garbage. You know, mine was all right. I yeah. had a good time this New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, but I find it funny that he and his boys all wore their blazers. Do you think they coordinate? Like, we all got to wear blazers tonight, Brokes. Everybody's wearing Blazers. It's like fucking Entourage or some bullshit. It's like retard one direction retard. or something. Retard <laughs> <laughs> direction uh, going on here. Uh.
4: And yeah, yeah, so it's over. So that's all I've been banging just to mm-hmm. boast, really. Uh, so I guess I'll add it over and over. You all have a um, uh, bang in 2017. And all you listeners...
3: Did he just say she was 17? No, you said, legal? have
2: a banging to, to oh, okay. 2017. Right,
3: I kind of breathed out for a second.
4: You, you go out there and you live the sickest and wrongest lives you possibly can, because I want more amazing po- content from this podcast. All right. Cheers, boys. Bye.
3: You go out there and, <laughs> and you live. Do
2: it for me. I want you to go out there and live and really live. I pictured a Twisted Fire starter riding on a horse like Mel yeah. Gibson and Brayhardt. <laughs> Braveheart, you know, you go out there yeah. <laughs> and you live the sickest and the wrongest mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But he's
3: naked like Lady Godiva.
2: <laughs> it's been two years, twenty days, uh, forty-five uh, hours, and one minute since I've touched a vagina. Now <laughs> be second wrong. Uh, you know, congratulations, huzzah to you, Twisted Firestarter. I'm actually happy for the guy. Yeah, me too. I love, the, yep. I love Twisted Firestar because he yep. always calls in with some very entertaining mm. stories. Almost all of them have to do with his <laughs> hapless dating life, but I love that about this guy that he's willing to share like that. He's one of my favorite callers, so mm. congratulations, Mazel Tov, way to ring in the new year. Mazel Tov, indeed. Yep. Mazel Tov. Uh, the right. second call we got here is a guy who has an issue... With me hmm. deriding the sleep pisser. Remember the dude that called in oh, yeah. a few weeks ago and right. he was talking about how he like gets up in the middle of the night and pisses on things? That animal, yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay.
5: Chicken so Wrong, Mike, Santa Maria. I was uh, just listening to this last week's episode where you guys talked about beating somebody's ass who pissed on you while you were asleep. I've been a long-time listener, and I seem to remember a very fractious episode uh, of Sick and Wrong, God, years and years and years ago. It may have taken place during the time of From, From the bill was on, uh, but I remember Wackerly walking off the show because D was sleepwalking and peed all over his Xbox.
3: Am oh. I
2: imagining things?
5: See,
3: I'd heard references to that. I thought you did it on purpose or something.
2: No, you know, honestly... Yeah. Um, you sleep...
3: I didn't even think sleepwalking it was wasn't a thing. Sli- it wasn't I sleep- thought it was a
2: sitcom trope. I didn't know it was a real thing. I guess maybe I'd consider okay. sleepwalking. But what happened, we got really wasted. Yeah. And it went back... because when he was living in Oakland. I was living in San Francisco. Yeah. Spent the night at his house. And you know how it's like you get up, you gotta pee? Strange house. I yeah. didn't know where the fucking bathroom was. And so... And I was still heavily inebriated. Yeah. And so I went over the corner and I peed and I guess some of the urine got on his Xbox. Did it break the Xbox? I think I think we I had to pay for it to oh, get it clean. Well you paid for it. I did, but he was really upset. Yeah. I don't know why he was so upset. Wackily well, is like easily irritated. He's easily angered that was guy. Was he able able to salvage the hard drive and put it in the new one? I think they ended up cleaning it okay. and it was fine. He maybe like mm. go take it somewhere and like yeah, pay yeah. to get it clean. Yeah. And so, whatever. I mean, it ended up being fine. Hmm. But sure, okay. I guess you could call that sleep pissing. Mm-hmm. But you know, hasn't that happened to you before? No. When you've been in a strange house, you're like, where's the bathroom? No, I've never not peed in the fucking toilet, if that's what you're asking me. It was a little bit. It was a few drops. Why well, was the
3: Xbox in the bathroom? I don't understand. You what were in the bathroom. No, it, I didn't, in the, I didn't, you were didn't just make it to the, bathroom. In the room. Okay.
2: Yeah, it was in the living room.
3: I don't know, man. I get fucked up, but I, I have control issues. So even when I'm fucked up, I'm still kind of in control.
0: You know? I
2: was really drunk and had no recollection yeah. of it and I left the next day and went home and then he called me saying the Xbox was all wet. And he was really upset. Mm. Like he was rather angry. How yeah. did he know? How did he know? I guess he said it smelled like piss.
3: Mm. It had to be you.
2: And he didn't have a dog. He has a dog now. Yeah. I would have blamed it on the dog had yeah. there been a dog. But mm. yeah. Well. That was my fault so yes. Okay. okay. I have done a little bit of sleep pissing. Hip Physician, heal thyself, D Simon. <laughs> but what I was saying is the guy that did the sleep pissing last night, I'm not saying that, that I've never done it, but I was mm. saying if I had been pissing mm. and Wackerly woke up and saw me pissing, he is well within his rights to punch me in the face. And yeah. I fully understand. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah. yeah.
5: D, how dare you? How dare you claim that you're going to beat the shit out of somebody for peeing on you when you did that to poor mm. Wackerly? Keep it sick. Keep it
2: wrong later. I didn't pee on whack I mean, I pee on the on the Xbox. And yeah. if he caught me doing it, he could have punched me in the face and I would have been. He would the have next been day, well within his rights, yeah. And the next day I would have been like, Hey dude, I totally understand. It's like that misunderstanding of how the First Amendment
3: works that people seem to get hung up on. Yeah. You know, about <laughs> free speech. About free They're speech. Like, you can't fire me, I have free speech. No, no, no. It's the government, you fucking mutt.
2: Anyway, Exactly. So anyway, I understand. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did pee on something drunk. And uh, while I was, guess, I guess I was in a state of somnambulism, I suppose. Um, however, you know, if, if if Wackley would have punched me in the face and beat the shit out of me, I would have fully understood that. Mm. And forgiven him for it. Which he eventually forgave me for the Xbox, although I did have to pay to have it cleaned. Anyway, the third call here um, comes in from another long time listener, Jessington bear, yes. who, uh, if you recall, Jessington bear is the guy who's, I think he's like self-proclaimed asexual, asexual, much, asexual. much like
3: Cato the elder. I believe he is a practicer
2: of, uh, Asexual stoicism. So, what's interesting about an asexual person is they probably have a lot of disposable income because they're not spending it on a right. woman that they're trying to, to, to have sex with. Instead, they just have all this money. So, I think Jessington Bear is using all of this money to go mm. uh, world, to become a world traveler. Mm. He's been traveling. So, this is a, an update from Jessington Bear's travels.
3: This is like the weird old guy from Fraggle Rock.
2: That would travel around and then right back but that guy was a sex tourist well uh, yeah that's true yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay he was begging 12 year old thai hey
5: kids. dean harrison <laughs> this is uh, i hope you can hear me i'm talking into my laptop currently skyping you from india i'm on my grand tour um just spent a month drinking my way across europe wow
2: he's in india so he he spent like, a month yeah. going through Europe yeah. and then ending now up in, in India.
3: India. This is like it's like eat, pray, don't love. <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> but you know it's funny because I, I I was listening to this call and I was thinking, God man, if I didn't you know spend so much money on on having a girlfriend and yeah. you know my whole life you know I always have had a girlfriend or trying to get a girlfriend, spending money on girl, and right. just didn't that wasn't a concern for me. Yeah. I would be able to travel the world for a month too. Yeah. You know? Because I don't think Jesington Bear probably has like a trust fund that he's living off of. One
3: thing, yeah, and, and one thing about New York, when I used to date in New York, in New York, you could date and not spend any money.
2: How? Because usually mean,
3: bitches be doing better than you are, motherfucker. Oh, and they take you yeah, out. They take wow. you out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Gigolo over here. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I went, how do you think I went to Tokyo, Chernobyl? I didn't oh, pay for yeah, that shit. Yeah, you did, yeah. You did have uh, that girl take you out. I don't know. Most, of, I guess, it's, maybe it's just my luck. Ninja, in every please. relationship I've been, I have spent mm. a lot of money on girls because obviously I want to have sex. But if that wasn't a concern mm. for me, if that wasn't a, if, you know, if I wasn't being driven mm. uh, by this primal desire to copulate, I'd probably have a shitload of money and I'd go to India too. Yeah, no, i was kind of jealous of Jessington Bear. It throws society off its axis, you know. And yeah. why did why did men build bridges, you know? Exactly. Mm. Although, you know what? Why do birds suddenly appear? With India, I would love to see India, but I would be nervous to travel to India like with my wife or my girlfriend. Okay. Would you do that?
3: Yeah. People do it all the time.
2: Yeah, but I've I've read so much about India. There's so much raping going on in that country. It happens all the time. Like, I would be nervous to be with like my wife or my daughter or my girlfriend in India. I would go by myself or go with one of my bros. I don't, to be honest, I really doubt that there's any more rape
3: than there is here if you compare here uh, a lot you, about if e- you adjust mathematically for populations to equiv- equivocate them i there's probably more here it's maybe probably after just this you podcast hear, you know.
2: we're going to do a rape statistical analysis yeah. of the u.s versus india
3: i mean the media they're, they're never doing stories about all the people who don't get raped you know if you
2: think about it
0: why aren't, well, they, do, why aren't they covering there's... that
2: why aren't they covering
3: that story? <laughs> the the, yeah. the
0: people
2: that because that's not interesting yeah <laughs> Anyway, I'm just saying, I want to go to India, yeah. but I would have uh, you know qualms mm. about bringing a lady. Yeah.
3: Anyway, there's a there's this, there'll be but, a story tomorrow in BuzzFeed about how I didn't get raped today.
2: But I don't think that's a concern for Jessington Bear. Right.
5: Uh, I got knocked over by a car in Zagreb, Croatia, and I had to have a, a head x-ray. And then I spent about 11 hours on a train traveling through rural Serbia, which is...
3: God, that happened to me when I was in uh, Budapest years ago. I was traveling, and I fell and i fainted in the in the subway station, on the um, tracks. No, I, I'm oh. waiting for the train wait on the platform, the and I smashed my head on a pillar, and then I had to go to the hospital, and they they put like a um, you know, bandage around my head, and then I it was young; I was like 21, so I was staying in hostels, and everyone thought I was a professional tennis player, because I had the bandage around my head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wasn't it, was it bloody? No. It just looked like one of those headbands that, headbands that tennis had. players wear, yeah. yeah you should have played that up. I know. Yeah, it might have worked yeah. for you. I remember when I was in... Uh, I was Bar- doing a lot of heroin at the time, so I didn't really care. I was in, I think it was Barcelona. Yeah, it was mm. Barcelona. I was with uh, my friend Kessler in P-Town, who's been on the show before. We we went out, uh, out all night the night before, did a bunch of he went to uh, like some crazy rave in a castle, then ended up partying to like... I think, like, 9 or 10 a.m., got mm. back to the room, passed out, and they fucking kicked us out of the hotel room at, like, 11. I guess we had check, check out it was That's, 11. That checkout is always at 11. Well... Sometimes it's at 10. We were so fucked up, we didn't even realize. Yeah. So it's like, we literally had, like, maybe an hour of sleep. Mm. And so we got up, and then we are just, like, walking around mm. Barcelona trying to figure out what to do. Mm. And so I got on the phone trying to, like... Called the airline and see if we could change our tickets to get back to Amsterdam or go somewhere else. And some dude back then you had to use a phone card and yeah, a public phone. Yeah. And some old man grabbed the car yeah. and took off. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I run after him. am like, you know, Damelo, puta. like I was just yeah. yelling shit. Anything yeah. I could think of in, uh, in Spanish. And then out of nowhere, a fucking bus just nailed me. Just turned around a corner and just hit me. And I flew like 15, 20 feet rolled on the ground and was just laying there. Like totally hung over, after getting hit by a bus, and the bus driver stopped, came out, got out, and like smacked my face a little bit. (sighs) And then, like, I kind of was like, wow, what happened? And he's like, oh. And then he just gets back in the bus and takes off. And my friends are just dying, just This is laughing. my favorite story you've ever told. Me. Oh, dude, it sucked. Like, we, we ended up getting a flight to Amsterdam. Also, my- that is, like, the most retarded version of an awesome movie
3: chase scene I've ever heard. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It was a retarded version. An old version. man stole my phone card and we was running through the streets like a fucking cop movie,
2: and then I got hit by a them. bus. Dude, half my body was yeah. per- purple yeah like my fucking shoulder is all fucked up yeah it sucked although I didn't I, we we're going home in a couple of days so I actually didn't see a doctor in Europe mm. but hey Baruch anyway salt over here it does suck when you hurt mm. yourself abroad so
3: hey
5: I've hurt myself abroad plenty hey all right that didn't even make sense just gonna keep going <laughs> fucking shit hole let me tell you uh, and I got stranded on a Greek island in the midst of a, a ferry workers strike um but now i'm in india i've been here a week i'm currently in a place called varkala which is a a beachy hippie traveler kind of place lots of uh, white girls with dreadlocks learning how to surf Uh, it's pretty fucking cool Mm. Um, and i haven't had a drop of alcohol in the week that i've been in india until tonight when i chose to uh, sit out on my balcony looking over the indian ocean and listen to episode 562 uh, I found myself, uh, alcohol's pretty hard to find around here, it's not part of the culture really, but I got myself some bottles of uh, Budweiser Magnum, whatever the fuck that is, it seems to done the, the trick, uh, and, and listened to the last episode, which was uh, just pretty good, good stuff, and what a, uh, I mean, what a copra-centric episode it was. <laughs>
2: well i'm sorry a coprocentric oh okay okay
5: i fancy mm. that i mean that's yeah. really
2: weird a second wrong episode where you talk about shit mm. that's that's unheard of pretty weird it's rare
5: yeah What about shit everywhere and harrison's anus um oh that's what 562 <laughs> was okay, the, the, the okay yeah.
2: i thought he was talking about the holiday episode i'm like uh, i don't no,
5: that was just about fisting
2: yeah. and proctology exams. Right. Like, this okay. was about your itchy anus. Yeah.
5: Here in India, there's like a, a hose. There's an ass-cleaning hose, which I, I don't use myself. I go and buy toilet paper and do it in the in civilized way. But there's, there's a hose, which, you know, you can squirt water all over the place.
3: Always better to use the hose if you have the option.
2: That's interesting. So are they saying the hose is part of the toilet? Or is it a separate hose to clean your ass off? Like you like, do they out, have regular toilets? You go out back,
3: like at the beach, you know?
2: Because I remember in Turkey. Hose down. In Turkey, it's like you could take a shit, mm. and then you turn on this, like, sprayer. Mm. There's no toilet paper. It's the sprayer. Sprays your asshole off. Well, back when we were doing 562, I would have needed
3: a fucking fire hose. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Which, it occurs to me, would work well on Harrison's bum hole, Uh, You know, if the toilet paper is painful, you could squirt water all over it. And also for you know, cleaning shit out of yeah, water was painful too, dude. Yeah, how did you wipe your ass when you had the
3: itchy anus? I just kept taking uh, modium.
2: Just a modium, so I wouldn't shit. You wouldn't have to shit. Yeah. Oh, and just working that makes sense. Yeah, and then it was like
3: eating blocks. And then as soon as I was, as soon as it was fine. I stopped taking the Emodium and I literally just shit for like a whole day. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a whole goddamn day. (laughs) Oh, man.
5: Walgreens bathrooms and and strip joint bathrooms. Mm. Jobs are good. What else? Um, Yeah, yeah. Hemorrhoids. We all have hemorrhoids. Hmm. Uh, It's it's a type of vein uh, around the ass area. It's just if they're inflamed, it's a problem. Um, Harrison be careful about prolonged hydrocortisone use uh i I had um endogenous dermatitis for about 10-15 years Mm. which isn't as bad as your condition i'm sure it was like basically dry skin on my face and i i got hydrocortisone i used it for a while but but prolonged use thins the skin you, you don't want to do that around your ass you don't want to thin that skin you want to keep it nice and tough and
3: what what can i use instead doesn't Bear? there i'm actually curious because because so far the only thing i found that works for my psoriasis is fucking cortisone
2: Well, did you so, in the, in the uh, beginning of the show i played a, a little clip of some yeah. guy also recommending something for your anus really
3: yeah yeah i'll oh, play it great. for you yeah. okay there you go durable I also need something for my face because I got to put cortisone <laughs> on my face like every t- two, three days or my Jesus face falls Christ. off. Jesus Christ,
2: between that and the zaps, I don't know what's going this on This is what again. happens
3: when you're a Jew. Like you yeah. just have like, you know, like somebody was like, I, I have a, I'm have, i a little hard of hearing and somebody recently was like, oh, do you have like uh, hearing issues from going to punk shows? I'm like, no, I just had a lot of ear infections <laughs> as a child. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh. That's
2: what I'm saying. If like yeah. If it came down to... Yeah. You know, half the population was wiped out, and they need to pick a group of people that we're going to like breed the next generation. I think I would be passed over. You definitely would be.
3: (laughs) I was going to go to the secret meeting where we control the world, but I had an asthma attack.
2: Yeah, I know. It's Mm. it's the genetic dead ends here. And yet you say we rule the world somehow, neo Nazis. I don't
5: get it.
3: Uh, There are certain maladies that Goyim will
0: just never mm -hmm. get. You know? Anyway. uh,
5: final fun fact there's a guy in new zealand whose name is michael Itchianus. i-c-h-i-a-n-u-s, I-C-H-I-A-N-U-S. google great. it um loving the show guys
3: i'm sure by now michael ichianus has fucking put a
2: shotgun to his head you know there, there's an indian guy that just started mm. my work and i have to onboard people in the mm. systems that i manage mm. and so i was onboarding him and i was like reading his name his name is a-N-U-S-R-A-G. Anus rag. I think I think in <laughs> India it's like alusrag or yeah, something. Yeah. But it's like, I looked at this and I'm like, God. And so now every time I see him, the only thing I can think of is like anus rag. Yeah. <laughs> how, how how long is an appropriate time to
3: keep your anus rag before you throw
2: it out? I don't know. You know, like I was thinking about that the other day. Anus rags I think mm. really should only be used maybe mm. three or four <laughs> sessions okay so like you know? a,
3: it's like uh, like a 19th century handkerchief <laughs> kind of thing do
2: you keep it in your pocket yeah, Like yeah, yeah, in yeah. Your, oh. your suit pocket mm, mm. it's I monogrammed from my anus yeah my rag. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Jessington Bear, for that. And uh, I wonder how long are you going on your global travels here? I'm interested to hear where you end up. Continue to update us, sir. Yeah, I like to hear mm. about Jessington Bear. The- He's like Tintin, just traveling <laughs> the world, you know? And Tintin was yeah. asexual, wasn't he? I don't think Tintin ever shagged anyone. Maybe that dog. I thought Tintin I- was the dog.
3: Oh, no, that's Rin Tin Tin.
2: No, yeah. No, Tin Tin uh, is the guy up. with the hair. That's <laughs> the like French a, guy. No, he's English. He's English. Oh, Tin I Tin. have no idea who that is then. You've never seen Tin Tin? No. Is I that a cartoon? About yeah, the, it's like a, the kid it's and an old dog. English cartoon. The kid and the fucking dog, right? Well, no, there's like... Oh. Tin Tin's like this kind of... Is that Rin Tin, Tin? <laughs> ...metrosexual looking guy. He's got this little dog, and he's got this mm. buddy who kind of looks like Brutus from Popeye, and they travel the world. It's French. It's not English. Is Tintin French? Yeah. I didn't know that. If I'm thinking of the right thing. Maybe. Maybe it yeah. is French. Anyway. I've just read English translated versions. But anyway, Jesington Bear reminds me of the asexual version of Tintin, who I think might also be asexual. Maybe. Well,
3: Tintin fucked his way up and down the fucking Riviera Coast. I'll tell you that much. So he was not asexual.
2: <laughs> anyway, people call Sickerong on Hotline 323-522-4032. Uh, iTunes, you know, we just got some new comments on iTunes that were thoroughly entertaining.
3: Ooh, I gotta check it out. I know,
2: I'll have to, uh, we'll read them off in the next show, but it, it cracked me up. I read it and I started laughing and I was thinking, we have some very entertaining members of the audience here.
3: We do, and we it's do. fun to interact with them on Facebook. It is fun. Yeah.
2: So uh, anyway, just go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. We actually do read it, and it does boost visibility for the show. Uh, if you want to buy some Sick and Wrong merch, we have a Cafe Press store, cafepress.com, slash Sick and Wrong. Uh, we also have a I still have some of the white teas with the Sick and Wrong skull logo left. If you want a small white tea, uh, but just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, dot com slash store and it links to it. And the Sick and Wrong song of the week. Uh, actually, uh, this is going to be a, I guess, sort of a tribute, maybe a shout-out. Mm. I don't know if that's, a, if that's the proper parlance, a shout-out to somebody. Right. Um, this came in from a guy named Vex from uh, Cardiff, Wales. Mm. That's um, a rough place. Man. Yeah, he says, All right, boys, hope you're well. I'm a long-time listener. In fact, I've been with you since day one. Jesus. I was introduced to you by my mate, Beefy. Beefy. <laughs> That's a great nickname. <laughs> yeah. I picture Beefy to be a very small Jewish looking guy. Yep. Probably with asthma. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, frizzy hair <laughs> and thick glasses. I'm still back on episode 499, but Beefy listens religiously and is fully up to date. This is my reason for my email. Beefy's really bummed that his favorite musician died on Christmas Day, George Michael. Mm. Seriously, fuck 2016. I agree with you there. Facts. Anyway, it's Beefy's 40th birthday on January the 4th, and as we celebrate his descent into the regular soiling of his bed, frequent premature ejaculation, inappropriate erections, and increasing pale skin, Mm. it's fitting that as one of your most loyal listeners, you wish him a massive happy 40th birthday, and you play his favorite George Michael song.
3: I'm no doctor, but it sounds like he may be becoming a Dracula. That actually sounds like a descent into vampirism.
2: Yeah. so he wants us to wish him a happy 40th birthday and play his favorite George Michael song. Is it the one? Father Figure. Oh, okay. Yeah, Father Figure. I thought it was going to be with, you know that one where it's like,
3: Teacher, there are things that I don't want to learn. Yeah, what song is that? But Which the right. Um, I don't know what it's called. What's it, Father Figures? But I will was, be your yeah. father
2: figure. But that, uh,
3: that teacher one, like
2: once a year, it'll get in my head for like a week. You know? I don't know if I know that one. Mm. You know, rest in peace, George Michael. I mean, I, I was never a huge fan, but George Michael, you know, laid his imprint on pop culture. He paid 70,000 pounds to do that electromagnetic therapy that I was doing. Yeah, really? Yeah. Why, was he depressed as well? Yeah, that's, yeah. How did he, didn't he die? So George Michael died. He basically killed himself. As the, the, I thought he, he died of heart failure, they say. That's what they're saying. Um, well, he was yeah. seriously depressed. He killed himself. Oh, they they say the cause of death was heart failure. Maybe yeah. it was a broken heart. I'm not sure. I'm not it was sure. a heart
3: failure from when he stabbed himself through the heart.
2: <laughs> Do you remember in uh, uh, in 1998, George Michael was arrested in a Beverly Hills Park after being caught in a lewd act in a public restroom? I don't remember. I only, I, oh, the restroom thing I remember. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was in Beverly Hills. He right. was caught in a bathroom by like an undercover police officer. Times have changed, you know. <laughs> they have. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. guess there was a police sweep of Will Rogers Park, mm. which is a big gay park, right, right next to the Beverly Hills Hotel, and uh, yeah, and they they rounded they uh, they they caught uh, George Michael mm. in there. So anyway, George Michael's Beefy's favorite musician. So we're gonna end the show here with Beefy's favorite song, "Father Figure," which is a fine George Michael song.
3: I imagine Beefy listening to "Father Figure" while he eats his fucking shepherd's pie or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I figured he would be having a wank probably every time yeah. he hears that song. I yeah. know, oh, father figure. Um, on a personal note, your podcasts, are, your podcasts are bang on. Your nasal This guy doesn't tones, even know that I, I exist.
3: He You well, know, he, he, st- he,
2: he says it. Isn't a okay, okay. Your nasal tones yeah. and high levels of filth have helped me through some dark times. Yeah. I can't believe I've been listening to your shit for 10 years. I can't imagine life without Wackerly, but I guess that's something I'll have to live with. Harrison, you better have some decent crake, mate. What the fuck does that mean? C R A I C, Crake. Is that like some kind of weird Welsh? C R I A I oh. C, C R A I C, Crake. Oh,
3: I think that's like when you smoke crack with the the Kraken. I know, think that's what that. I, means. I
2: thought it was like crikey or something. Yeah. Nice one. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Vex from uh, Cardiff, Wales. Mm. He says, "P.S. We need more Jeffrey." These bro, my brother was on the the fucking holiday show. He's dude. behind. He's at four ninety two or something. <laughs> Yeah, he's on 499. Yeah. So he's like right before where are So in a year out. he'll
3: be caught up with where we are now.
2: So anyway, we're we're going to play father figure to uh Beefy and happy 40th birthday Beefy. You know, uh we wish you a happy birthday, man. Um 40. Indeed. Not too much younger than me. Uh but anyway, it's it's the new 40s the new what? 25. Um Yes. Especially if you're rich and you can afford a a sugar baby that's like 23. Right. Take her to uh, Coachella. Uh, But we're going to play Father Figure for you. Rest in peace, George Michael. People will be back next week at episode 566. Until then, take a sleep.